to another episode of the Brotherhood Podcast. We're obviously here today in this beautiful studio, which is uh, which was beautifully opened by one of my good friends, Shane. Uh, and I'm here today, and this is a very special podcast because I'm here today with uh, Miss Beautiful Recky Lee, <laughs> who is a lovely queen in my life and someone who I adore dearly and has been such a gift from the heavens above and brought to me uh, as we are coming into union, which is obviously the the theme of this podcast. So, Miss Recky, welcome. Why, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's a pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, I guess we'll touch base on. So, from your perspective, how did we come about? Okay. So, Darren and I met at this, yeah, this group called Masterminds. Yeah. Which is where people come to step out of their comfort zone and to find themselves. And at this point, I had just started facilitating. So, I was also on stage, yeah, running the events and running the night. And on this particular night... I was facilitating and there you are. You just walked straight through the door. (laughs) (laughs) Came galloping in on my horse and sword. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Beautiful. And yeah, like this was such a beautiful moment for me because I remember walking in and I seen you there and I thought, oh, that's a beautiful lady. And uh, I initially connected with Recky's mum and was chatting away to her, lovely lady. And, uh, and then she introduced the two of us and, uh, yeah, it was so interesting. Like I say this to a lot of people is, um, and we talk about this a lot and we're obviously learning a lot about this is, uh, the importance of how we spell our reality. So yeah. how we manifest or create it, you know, and also I feel like there's an intuitive wisdom about, you know, your own internal guidance system and, um, when it came to relationships and working that in, you know, obviously I'd been single for be pretty much like three years, you know, nothing serious. Um, and I felt it was time to call in a lovely lady and I felt like I was ready and, but it was interesting. I'd kind of just completely let go of, of any sort of need to find a woman, you know, like I, I wasn't actively like searching and that's so beautiful. People used to always say that to to me, like, no, when you just let it go and you're not looking, that's when it comes, you know. Uh, and I did create a vision board and I created a little Pinterest vision board of uh, my ideal queen and it's so crazy because Reiki matches all of it. Yeah. And uh, it was tanned brunette and blue eyes and beautiful flowery dresses and all that sort of stuff, which is exactly who you are. So I intuitively knew who I was looking for, yeah. all right. Uh, and... Yeah, and I, I would say to to some friends of mine when they'd ask me, like, I, well, you know, I was going on online dating and I didn't really feel like that that felt right. And they'd say to me, like, how's it going? I was like, oh, you know, look, I feel like I'm going to walk into a like-minded, <laughs> mastermind, like-minded space. And uh, I feel like I'd meet a woman there. And then that fateful day came along. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I remember we were chatting and we had lovely eye contact. And it was beautiful and the conversation just really flowed from there. And uh, yeah, and then you reached out to me. I made the move. (laughs) (laughs) And I suppose like, what was your experience beforehand? Like, were you calling in someone, you know, I know you talked about, you wrote down. um, Yeah, so I also did manifest my dream man and I wrote a list on notes for it. And it was kind of just like the person I like, like what I was looking for, not really the looks, which was more about I wanted, yeah, like a genuine person. Yeah. And you ticked all those boxes. (laughs) (laughs) 
And like I wrote like two days before we met too, so like it just happened so fast. Yeah, that's yeah. incredible. You know, and I feel like there's like a certain essence to it of divine timing as well, you know, like uh, sometimes like maybe manifestations don't work nearly as quick as we think they will. Like in your circumstance, it was very, very quick in that. And I suppose in mine, it was like a matter, it was a few months. Yeah. So like there's different time frames, but it, no one in your heart of hearts that wants you to solidify it. Like it's yeah, coming. Yeah. yeah, it's coming your way. You know, so, uh, and now Miss Ricky is busy with uh, sisterhood. Yes, yeah. exciting. Yeah. So I had my first sisterhood circle on the weekend. Yes. And it was absolutely spectacular. Yeah. It was amazing. And what do you see the value? Obviously, you know, I talk a lot about brotherhood, you know, here. Uh, and I really, really see the value. And it was a dream of mine eventually one day to have a lady who would obviously build a sisterhood and here we are. <laughs> I'm very grateful. Um, but, you know, there's obviously so much value in having community for females. Uh, I guess what is your aim with that? Helping females speak what they feel and feel what they speak. Yeah. Because, like, we as females, we struggle to receive. We struggle to stand into our power. And it comes back down to nurturing ourselves and feeling safe within ourselves. Yeah. So it's really important that I help, yeah, assist females with that, step more into their power. Yeah. Second, like, unrelease that warrior within. Yes. Yeah. And that's exactly what you've been experiencing, hasn't it, yeah. as well? Yeah. This is so incredible. Like, what we go through is exactly what we're here to also assist other people through. You know, so for anyone who doesn't know, what is, I guess, your background, Recky, and what has brought you to the amazing woman that you are today? Okay, so I'm originally from Melbourne. Yeah. So I've been living in, yeah, the Sunshine Coast now for eight years. So I just really cut up here with my family just from some past things happening in my life. And through my journey and through my own healing and my growth, I got into kinesiology. So when I was younger, I had depression and anxiety and I was seeing a psychologist at the time. But for me personally, no matter how much I would see her, I talk to her, I could still feel my pain deep within. So then my mum being spiritual took me to a kinesiologist and after a few sessions, my life completely changed. So I learned that modality for myself and for a while I was practicing that and assisting people with kinesiology. But recently I felt that didn't really align with my values and then, yeah, and then I found sisterhood. Mm. That's beautiful. And I think um, what what made you feel like when was the moment where sisterhood came online? In my personal psychedelic ceremony. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Uh, it was that moment when like, yeah, when I was told like to speak what you feel and to feel what you speak. Yes. And I was like, holy shit, like, well, like I haven't spoken how I felt for 20 years yes. and that night I did and it felt so amazing. I was like, holy shit, there's probably other females out there that are in the exact same scenario as I am. Yes. So if I can lead by example, then they'll also lead as well. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And it's like the moment you shifted your past, the mission came online. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like, because I was living in my story for a while. So I was letting my story of the past and my past hurt to impact my life. And being able to catch that tail and put a stop to it, I was now able to create the reality that I wanted to create. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And where do you see your reality that you want to create? Where do you see that going? Well, so Darren and I, so Darren has brotherhood and I have sisterhood. Mm. So we're also in the middle of creating a thing called union, Mm -hmm. where it's where brothers and sisters come together. Yes. Because people, if you've read, there's a book called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. Yes. And that's such an incredible book and there's so many 
amazing things out of there. Yes. But because we are a changing society and because there's so many yeah, new generations coming in, I feel that it's time that we change these things and the different values and different lessons and learnings to create it, yeah, more into this reality that we're living in right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's so interesting, isn't it? Because it's um, so these are you know this is a book that myself and Reki have been reading, right? And uh, taken a lot from it. Of course, like we can obviously see as well with some with that book is there are some teachings too or frameworks that would be outdated now, uh, and that's constantly that's beautiful because we're constantly evolving as a society. But it's really really interesting. These touches based on how in let's say let's say 100 years ago and even from 100 years ago onwards towards the past uh, you know the framework was that it would be the females who stayed at home all right now knowing that this is just old frameworks is not the way it works today and we're not completely saying that this is the way it should be this is just looking at societal patterns of the way things have been all right so Majority of the time, the females would be stay-at-home mums, right? This would be the societal expectations at that point of view. Again, not saying that that's the right expectations, right? Um, and then the males would be the ones that would go out and work, right? So the females naturally would be at home and they'd be around a community because yeah. of other females of which they could communicate and have emotional support whilst the men were going out to work. Now... The men would, in the relationship, would love to be appreciated. So when they'd come home from work, usually the female would would have had all the emotional sh- emotional support she needed. So she, as soon as he came home from work, she'd be the housework would be done, you know, and she'd just be able to appreciate him for going off and making a living for the family. And that was his way of showing his love for the family and for her. And obviously, still romantic natures within there, of course, um, but. Yeah, those were the certain dynamics. Yeah, have you got anything else more to touch on those dynamics? Was that pretty was pretty yeah. spot on? Yeah, yeah. Um, just making sure. And but then it's like right nowadays, times have shifted because a lot of females are off and working as well, right? Which they have every right to, right? But this means certain expectations or societal norms or let's say um, habitual patterns or conditioning, or ways of being uh, need to evolve with the times. And majority of the times the frameworks we have in a relationship haven't quite evolved yet. So what it talks about is that um, now that the females are out working just as much as the males or more sometimes or less, right? Uh, but they still, there's obviously not that amount of community around that there once was yeah. for the females to have that emotional support. And, what and they polarity would, as well. Yeah, and polarity, yeah. you know, so it's similar energies as well. Uh, and... And I think too, like in this book too, it's like, it's kind of written as like men are from Mars, women are from Venus, they're from mm. separate planets. Yeah. Whereas it's so important that we actually do come together. Like, yeah, we are different, but there are so many different, like so many celebrities between us too that yeah. make us come together as a union. Yes, yeah. 100%. It's great because if we were both the same, there would be no attraction. Yeah. You know, and it's like we can learn so much from one another. Like, my God, in the last few months, I think we've been together three months. And I've grown so much and learned so much and I'm so grateful, you know, and it hasn't all been good times, you know, like we've had to work through some stuff, you know, which is beautiful. And, and I feel like that's what relationships do is they bring up they because it's they bring all, up like past patterns that yeah. haven't been resolved yet. And all the obstructions to love, yeah. you know, in the way of love, 
you know, uh, for some reason I'm getting a bit emotional, <laughs> which is beautiful. Uh, and I'm very grateful. So just allowing that to flow through. And uh, yeah, so obviously knowing that we are different in nature and how these tools or these awarenesses of, of the differences between the two of us, you know, between it's not creating separation. It's actually creating a union or unity, but understanding that there are differences and seeking to understand one another because we were all just the fucking same, be pretty yeah. boring. You know and what like I mean? How, like how to comfort each other because it's different for each other. Yes. For females and for males. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's it. And, and then I suppose then tying back into, you know, um, females naturally would seek that community or have that community around because in ancient times, if the men went off and they were hunting, mm-hmm. And say if they died and the woman was left to herself, like she would need that emotional support of the community around. So she naturally would talk more with the community and seek to connect a lot so she could have that baseline of emotional support just if that ever happened, right? Um, Or she had kids, you know, to have a tribe around to help raise the kids if the father did pass away, right? Um, Or was killed in action, you know? Uh, So obviously times have now changed. Men aren't going off to hunt or, you know, or aren't really going to wars in majority of countries anymore. Of course there are, and we're very grateful for the people who do go and serve in wars and for the freedoms we do have today. But majority of the population isn't going out to wars now. So, um, So now obviously females aren't getting that emotional support that they once had. Yeah. And then the men are coming home and the dynamics are different. So they may sometimes feel like they're not appreciated for going off and making a living. But when they don't have to, that's not what the main yeah. need in a relationship All is. All females want is just to be heard and yeah. to listen to. That emotional support. Yeah, Because yeah. that. that's where she, she can now gain that need is is in a relationship and for the man to just listen yeah. and not offer solutions. Yeah. And it's like the small things is what makes a female feel so rewarded and feel yeah. so seen. They're like going to go out and like harvest or get the income. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I know. And I think there's, this is such like a massive breakthrough as well. I had, and it touched base in this book and I've read it many times. Otherwise it's such a relief for a man when he realizes, oh my fuck, it doesn't really matter how much money you make, you know, with the right female. It's mainly about that emotional connection, you know? So it's about who you are really rather than, what you're doing Definitely. yeah yeah obviously what you're doing says a lot about who you are but at the core having that foundational solidarity of who you are and being that support um first for yourself so then it overflows into lives of others yeah, yeah. so then um yeah what do you feel have been your biggest breakthroughs obviously in this relationship well i think recently because you and i we sat in a couple of psychedelic ceremony a couple yeah. weeks ago and something that was brought to my awareness there was that I was relying a lot of my support on you. Yeah. So I haven't, yeah, and I wasn't really re- relying on myself or relying on my sisters. I was putting all my hurt and stuff onto you, whereas really it was in my own stuff and I didn't really need you to help me because it was like, yeah, I can help myself. I am my own healer. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Because then it's not like codependence. Definitely. Yeah. Because I was definitely getting, I was having that on you. Well, and that's okay, yeah, yeah. you know, because we don't know any better. No. But yeah, as we know, if that was to continue, it can cause, yeah. you know, a disease it's within the relationship. Yeah. So you come together 
as one. That's it. And it's yeah. interdependence then. Yeah. Yeah. Which is a healthy relationship where we're both two equals. Yeah. Filling our cups and taking the time that we need, you know, and boundaries came through and being able to communicate those. And in no way are we like fully learned, like we are 100% still learning this relationship, yeah. you know, which is beautiful. And I think boundaries too for, for both of us. Yeah. That's been a lot recently too, but it's been awesome. To yeah. Have that. Yeah. 100%. And then creating a safe space where, if we do communicate in that way, coming from a place of love, but understand the other person's just speaking their truth and not trying to, you know, attack or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, holding the space. Yeah, holding yeah. the space, yeah. yeah. And like also being like careful how you word things. Yeah, being extra conscious. Yeah, because yeah. words cast spells. They do indeed, yeah. yeah, and being extra conscious. And then also I feel like as well, like I suppose the understanding of let's say the echo or the our ego, yeah. right? Which is always telling us what's wrong. So maybe we should play out the scenario. I think there was one night we had, are you open to yeah, share this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just want to make sure. Um, and we got into a little bit of, uh, it was just like a little niggle, right? Which turned into this like massive confrontation. <laughs> well, not com- yeah, it was like a confrontation yeah. in ways. Like it was... It was still a healthy confrontation. Yeah, it was a healthy confrontation. Yeah. Uh, and but there was a disconnect. Yeah. Yeah. So instantly too. Instantly. Yeah. yeah, disconnect. And like we're both extremely sensitive people, like sensitive to feeling. You know, and can conf- like I wouldn't want to say sensitive, I feel like strong intuition yeah. and strong intuitive nature. Uh, and could really feel that. And I suppose at the core, like we're both just looking for connection and we both want to be heard and we both want to feel good. Um, so we're basically a place of love, yeah. right? And we were going out for a good like hour and a half. Yeah. <laughs> and we were both like, well, how are we going to fucking solve this? You know, like what was going on for you? I think because like, because it was in the car, I remember it started in the car yeah. and we're driving home from being at your sister's. Yeah. And I remember like halfway through it, I was like, I remember sitting there, I'm like, oh my God, like there's actually nothing wrong. Yeah. But I can't say that to you because like, then I'm trying to fix the situation because for males, yeah. it's better for them, yeah, to be able to see what's wrong in them to fix it themselves. Because yeah. by us pointing it out, it kind of, yeah, emasculates, yeah, emasculates yeah. in a way. So I remember seeing the car, I'm like, oh my god, like now I'm just like looking for stuff to get angry at, and there's nothing even wrong. And I was like, I need to like step, like take a step back and just let, yeah, let Darren release whatever he needs to release, hopefully on his own time. Yeah. And by me not like, yeah, by me not fitting into it. He'll be able to realize, like, it's just a story that he's yeah, creating 100%. out of fear. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it. And then I think we were in the bedroom and still a little bit of niggling going on. And yeah. then we both just went, we're just like, our minds just looking for what's wrong. Yeah. Again. Like, there's nothing wrong. There's nothing like, wrong. What are we doing? 100%. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's just working through stuff and communicating, but there's nothing inherently wrong. Yeah. And that is the most beautiful and freeing relation, uh, realization or relationship, you yeah, know, definitely. with ourself first as well is realizing there's nothing fucking wrong with us. Yeah. Of course, we've learned some patterns that need some fine tuning and that's okay, but that doesn't mean inherently there's something wrong, you definitely. know. It's, um, we're still developing and still growing. And um, and like triggers too, because I remember like, because like we were at his sister's house and we were just like watching a movie and she has animals and dog hair kind of noisy sometimes and my nose was getting snuffly. And I remember like I asked him like, yeah, can you not touch me until you wash your hands? But because the first thing you heard was do not touch me, that's what made you close off. Yeah. So it's really important the way that I word things because in that way that slight phrase triggered you. Yeah, 100%. And then it sent you into a spiral. Yeah. So it was awesome that it happened because like now I'm like, 
I'm now I'm more cautious of how I say things. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so beautiful because every time there is a little confrontation or a little disconnect, we then come back and it's even stronger. Yeah, it always is. Yeah. It's like it's like with a muscle, right? So yeah. I'm fucking sore right now, you know. We both <laughs> did a workout yesterday and shout out to Body Fit North Lakes. Yeah, if so you guys good. in North Lakes <laughs> you need to go check them out because it's the best gym around. Honestly, I'm so excited going best to them. Best community too. Yeah, best community. Yeah. You know, they're two lads who have been through brotherhood. And um, yeah, it's, you know, that the idea for this gym came from a brotherhood retreat. So I felt very honored to be there. And, and yeah, to um, see it all happen. I see it all happen and unfold. Um, but getting back to that, so it's like a muscle. So the muscle must first break down to then build up back stronger. And I feel like that's the beauty of when those, and it's like, instead of looking at it as a bad thing, and of course our mind can look into that, it's always an opportunity to grow even yeah, stronger together. Definitely. You know, so they And come, to heal any past hurt of like past generation things yeah, that they've been carrying for a that's while. That's it, yeah. Putting a stop to it now. 100%. doesn't carry on to the future things. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. And I feel like you, like this is what you, this is what I've always wanted to desire. Uh, I've always desired in a relationship, right? Is for this sort of space you know, and, and for the two of us to be so committed to personal growth and personal self-love so yeah. that it overflows into a relationship. And um, and I suppose like for someone else, I feel like this is so important as well as, you know, so often we can be on the search for a relationship or for love um, without having really worked on ourselves first, Definitely. you know, and how important it is to build that relationship. That's not to say if you're in a relationship right now, you still can't, like, that doesn't say that you still can't build it, you know, into a beautiful relationship. But I feel like also treating yourself, because three things we know, you know, in our training, we understand this. Three things we know. Reality is reflective, yeah. it's reflexive, and intent is everything. Yeah. So reflective. So what I see to be true is what I see in reality, yeah. right? So certain beliefs, you know, our mind deletes, distorts, and generalizes information. So whatever information comes in, it's always um, seen through the lens of our past trauma, our sense, uh, also our, just our past beliefs, past perspectives, um events uh so our mind deletes any information from reality of which doesn't match up with our perspective right because we're only looking for what we want and also yeah well we're not always looking for what we want but you know what i mean we're only seeing what our mind can allow us to see all right so that comes down to the awareness and importance of working on yourself and shifting your perspective so you can see more opportunities within relationship within relationship but also within the world uh and where was i going with that you're talking about the three of them yeah yeah beautiful (laughs) so that's reflective so then reflexive so when i change my reflexes so how i react to certain situations and be conscious of my reactions then reality shifts, right? So my reflexes, how do I respond in certain situations which breeds out different outcomes? Yeah, like do I close off, do I retreat? Yes, 100%. Yeah, and just being extra conscious. It's not judging, it's just being extra yeah, conscious. Yeah, bringing awareness to it. Yeah, bringing awareness, loving awareness to it. And then intent is everything. So our intent is our compass out in the open sea. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to know exactly where you're going, but you need to know at least some direction in which you want to head. You know, and a pure intent will always breed out a beautiful outcome. You know, so then are you going into a relationship with 
what you want to give or you're going in with what you want to take from it, right? Because if you go in, if both go in with what they want to take from one another, then it's just going to crash and burn, Yeah. right? Whereas if we both go in with, oh, both like we both want to water this plant, yeah. right? It's just going to continue to grow. We both want to be tender and work together and, and work with one another. And you show up in any relationship, friendship, whatever, with a giving relationship. And that means first loving yourself because yeah. you can't give from an empty cup. And by giving, you receive anyway. That's it. Yeah. Well, an open hand is also open and a giving hand is also open to receive, yeah. you know. So, yeah. yeah, it's so true. And I feel that and I feel it's really, really important to really build that relationship with yourself. It doesn't mean it's perfect, you know, like, but at least have a, a foundation of self-love before going into a relationship. And then you can work on it even more because you become like a holy holy whole not a half or not two halves two holes coming together yeah. uh, you can have a holy reflection and a mirror of um what work needs to be done yeah. yeah and do you have anything any questions or any topics that's coming up for you as we're talking about this i think like past programs like with yeah love. what was your past program with love past program with love um that's a great question uh you know it was really interesting for me I definitely had, um, it was a fear of abandonment. So, uh, from, and I worked a lot on this, but not, uh, not fully. It was beautiful. We really got, we really shifted that hundred percent. Um, because also fear of abandonment comes from just also abandoning yourself. You know what I mean? It's just reflective again. Um, but like past programs in relationships, look, my parents were amazing growing up. You know, they did the best they could, but uh, they separated and and um, yeah, from from uh, big big events and and um, unforeseen events and and yeah, and then and then that caused a, a massive rift in my life at that period period of time. You know, which then. It was quite traumatic at the time, you know, but so grateful for it because of birth, my mission and everything. But when you're in that moment, you don't see why the, why is this happening for you? Definitely. You know, you only see why the fuck is this happening to me, you yeah. know? Um, and yeah, it was... Ex- it's like you're pointing the fingers again, hey? 100%, yeah. yeah. And I love the Got saying, it's like... It's pointing back at you. Yeah. And then eventually you realize there's no one to point, yeah. you know, as well, as you know, um, there's no one to blame. Because everything's perfect yeah. as the way it is, you yeah. know. But in that moment, of course, you know, pointing fingers and being in the victim mentality, and and um, so yeah, it was a, it was a distorted perspective on love, and and also, um, I I hadn't done the work on myself for self love, so I was attracting relationships where I was almost making the like the female my mother, yeah, because it was still boy mentality, so I hadn't really healed anything from my past and i can really see that past relationships and that happens a lot with males and i understand that and i empathize with that because i understand why but it also takes a moment where it's like okay if you're doing that that's not what a female wants you know again that's codependency because it means one's above or below right whereas we're coming in as equals equals, right um and it usually means looking for nurturing, yeah. right? Because something in the past happened where you didn't receive whatever nurturing, uh, you maybe a lack of nurturing in some certain areas, um, 
and and that's beautiful but just being honest with that and then going okay well the only person who can really give me that nurturing is myself and then also finding a like-minded community which can also help afford that nurturing you know when you're around amazing individuals who are loving themselves naturally you're going to start loving yourself as well you know because we become the product that people we surround ourselves with so yeah it was definitely also like uh, it was a disconnection to myself so I was going into relationships that I wasn't fully connected with my truth so I wasn't able to speak my truth you know all that all that stuff that comes with that yeah uh and Look, and then I firmly believe, you know, then actually finally going enough pain in my life was like, you know, thank God divinely timing brought me to look inwards. And then, yeah, many years of looking inwards and working on myself and shifting things and also wanting to be in relationship at times and then stories coming up, fuck, why isn't it working out? All these sort of things. And it's so beautiful now because I can see in hindsight, I thank God it didn't work out in certain moments because here we are today yeah. you know and i'm so grateful for that and i suppose that stays true for anyone who's in that position where they're like oh I'm like I'm like will that beautiful relationship ever come and i can put my hand on my heart and say yes it will because this is an example that it will but first it's that relationship with self yeah. and actually honestly looking at what the, what were the programs that you had and how are they holding you back you know Definitely. yeah yeah, so awesome. I suppose that's me, yeah. And what about yourself, Miss Ricky? I think, yeah, with my program with love, I think kind of similar. So Darren and I had a similar situation with our parents. They were, yeah, they were amazing together, but some things didn't go so well and they separated and their separation was a bit of a messy situation. And for a while I was upset and I was angry because I didn't understand how two individuals could get married and they kind of like signed a contract in a way, kind of saying like, yeah, like I'm going to love you forever. Yeah. And because they separated, I didn't understand what like like what I thought love was kind of changed because of that. So I, I didn't really understand what love meant to me because everyone around me that I was seeing and I was witnessing, their love was different to what I thought it was. So for a while, I was attracting men to my life and I was and I closed up to myself because I was hurting from what happened. So I was using sex in a way, yeah, to to connect to myself and though it didn't connect to myself. It just made me feel more shittier because I was using it to feel something mm-hmm. so with being able to reprogram my yeah my thoughts around love and what it truly meant to me i was able to see like what i was doing was wrong i was doing it because i was still hurting and i had to go deal with those hurts in, in a proper way than using other people using myself to get mm. the answers not the correct way yeah yeah that's beautiful yeah. and it's really interesting because, yeah, we often look for the, to fill the void externally. Yeah, that's what I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So did I, you know, in certain different ways, yeah. you know. But then eventually I feel like it's like if there's enough pain around there, it'll eventually go, the universe is going, no, mate, I want no beautiful lady, this is in the way, you know, yeah. and then it forces it. Yeah, and I remember too, I was like, I remember I was like, yeah, I was like trying different things at the time. I had a journey once. I remember my journey something came to me and was like like what are you doing like what you're doing is wrong like it's time you go work on yourself and I was like holy shit what am I actually doing like like I for once I actually looked in the mirror and I was like like hey Recky like how are you yeah and I've never asked that that question to myself in such a long time and like answering that I was like I'm actually not okay like 
I need to get some assistance because I'm struggling. Yeah. And for that very moment, my life just completely shifted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you were able to ask for assistance. Yeah. Yeah. And then assistance came. Yeah. Yeah. From everyone. Yeah. And From I, myself too. Yeah. yeah. And I suppose then that ties into sisterhood, you know. Yeah. It's like if there's a female there who's in that position, like knowing that they can reach out. Definitely. You know, and seek that support. Yeah. You know, and that's the same for brotherhood as well. It's like our motto is together everyone achieves more and it's so true. Yeah. And I have to constantly remind myself of that as well, but I'm very grateful. I have a lot of great support around a lot of great assistance and I put myself in those positions where I do have that assistance from people who I trust and who are living a life of which I see as a beautiful example, you know, so um, I I feel really reiterating the importance of that, you know, having healthy community around, you know, like it takes a tribe to raise a child, not just the parents and like we're all children on the inside, you know, so it's so important and we are moving now into what is the age of community. You know, like we can really see that true, especially after periods of COVID where we were isolated. You know, we having that human interaction is so beautiful. You know, um, one of my mentors last night was talking about how um, this is a beautiful example of like how to help addictions with community or with like, uh, let's say, for example, a relationship. So what they did is they had uh, lab rats, right? They popped them in and they had the little bottle. One was with water and then they put in there and then one was with, I think, heroin, okay. right? Um, obviously, heroin's highly addictive for people who, who, who obviously utilize it, um, who are seeking nurturing, obviously, because it's all utilized as nurturing, self-nurturing. Um, and eventually, obviously, the rats would start off with the water. And then once they try the heroin they would go back to heroin and they'd be like, fuck, I need more of this. This is great, you know. But eventually when there was more rats in there and they were drinking the water, that rat would go back to drinking the water, Yeah. right? So the impact of just having that, it's it's innate nature within, you know, you see animals run in packs, you know, and being part of a healthy community, we are tribal nature by four by um by foundation let's say so uh i feel like that is so important you know so so important and then i suppose as well if there are no healthy examples of a relationship you know uh going into communities where you can see new blueprints new examples of what is a healthy relationship Yeah. yeah and i think too like in my life masculines were quite angry yeah so i i'm a person that's really into my feminine which is awesome because i'm really into flowing but i also have that balance of masculine now yeah but for a while i was scared of that masculine because everyone around me that had the masculine was angry yeah and i didn't want to be that way but now i realize like that's who they are and that's okay because they're on their own journey but now it's time for me to find my own masculine aspects and, and create that. Yeah. And be able to have that shift where I can go between both as a balance, that yin and yes, yang. Yes, 100%. Yeah. Because we are both. Yeah. And I suppose that's union. It's union within as well. Yeah. Like Clarity. the alchemical marriage. Yeah. yeah. But I understand it at our core. Like, which, yeah. Like, and this is obviously debatable, but we can all see it to be true with common sense. Like, uh, majority of males, of course, are masculine core. Yeah, the majority of females are yeah. feminine core. All right, so maybe let's go into that a little bit. Yeah, like, uh, how important is polarity? Super important because, like, for example, let's say you were to come home and you, you had a, a bit of a shitty day, like mm. you did at work a few days ago, and 
I have to I have to be there for you, I have to nurture you. So you were kind of more in your feminine then because you had some emotional things coming up. Mm. So I had to be my masculine aspect and nurture you and be that loving support as well as be that strong person for you to rely on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was a beautiful balance of both. Yeah, it was. Well then yeah, no, but it was also like really beautiful because yeah, it was I remember I was processing some emotions. We were sitting out in the park. And um, I was just sitting and feeling with it, which is what we we obviously embody. Yeah. Um, and we've been trained to do. And yeah, I was sitting there and feeling it. And I remember just sitting there and then Ricky just came behind me and just hugged me. Yeah. You were cuddling me. And he said nothing. And like in and of that, like that in and of itself was, it was like, a yeah, it was also beautiful because it did feel like, you were like pouring water over my over fire, fire, you know, yeah. which is more the feminine aspect. Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. Whereas I was feeling emotions, yeah, but a lot of it was quite fiery, yeah. you know. Um, yeah, you know, for me that was so beautiful because for so long, like there was even a moment as well. I think I used to come home and I'd sit and I'd defrag after a day at work, and I'd used to sometimes like soothe myself again, treat myself the way I wish to be treated. So sometimes I'd rub my shoulder and be like, hey man, it's all good. Like you had a good day, doing well, all these beautiful things. But then to also then just sit there and be like, hey, I'd love to be nurtured right now. And then just to lay in your lap and you do those things for yeah. me, you know, and that was really nice in and of itself, you know, yeah. like that's beautiful. Um, and I think to, I think to like, like masculine tools, I kind of like holding space. Because like when we, like when we went, like went away for our weekend away, mm. some things come up for that were emotional. I remember just yeah. like holding the space for you. Yeah. And that was amazing to do that. Yeah. Because I've never done that before. I've like never seen a male cry before. Yeah. It was such a beautiful thing to be a part of. Yeah. To see it happen. Yeah. And that was a big moment for me, yeah. you know, to a be able to. Yeah. Too. A big massive breakthrough. Yeah. yeah. So I realized I still had some constrictions over my heart and yeah. how I was still maybe popping it, you know, at that, popping you at arm's length, you know, yeah. from fear right from fear and again these are subconscious patterns we don't know sometimes um again the importance of having that assistance when need be because we can't always see a blind spot we can't see a blind spot that's why it's called a blind spot you know so whereas other people professionals can you know (coughs) um excuse me uh but even then within relationship oftentimes the person from a loving awareness or a loving place can also assist you with blind spots and help reflect them back and be like yeah, it really assists you to grow, which definitely. it definitely has. Yeah. 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 But yeah, being emotional in front of you, like as men, we can have this um, patterns and I still, you know, I still have them, you know, I can, but I'm more aware of them, you know, I definitely still have them and uh, how can be afraid that that's a sign of weakness, yeah. you know, all the stories that come up, right? But that was a massive thing, like feeling safe enough to express that side of myself you know it was beautiful and that was a big moment for me because i felt super close to you afterwards you know being able to share that you know um yeah and and i suppose it's like females talk about like men for be vulnerable men need to be vulnerable but also like there needs to be a safe space you know what i mean each of us yeah both of us you know or the man won't be vulnerable you know what i mean and i feel like that comes from us working on ourselves definitely yeah because you can't take anyone anywhere you've never been you know yeah and it's like it's like as well i've been reading too that's like the more a female expresses like what she's going through it creates a safe space for the male then to open up yeah so it's like like the more one person opens up and talks about things then then the other will feel comfortable to do so as well so it's kind of like a teamwork effort again yeah yeah and then again like no one we communicate in different ways yeah you know 
like men may not talk as much yeah. as females that's not every time but like yeah you all can talk about it in different ways yeah because yeah. we often go very much to solution kind of into a cave. yeah that's yeah. it sometimes into a cave yeah not as much now no no but i think i do it in different ways Definitely. i think maybe before it was still from a bit of kind of fear or unknown and it was like a protection cave you know um but yeah yeah sometimes any advice to give about that like around that well i always try to refrain from giving advice as much as i can but i can only lead by example um i suppose it's just communication like i feel like for me what's been working is communication around that you know it's like you can't expect your partner to read your mind you know like there's no way they can you know as awesome as the females are with that sort of stuff you know uh unfortunately they can't read our minds so being able to communicate what's going on for you presently yeah and i think too it's like if a male does pull away it's nothing against the woman yeah it's just he needs space for himself which means then that's when we go to our sisters or we go connect in nature yeah and that's when we go refill our own cup then that's it because i mean that was a big one and i know it's big for me as well it's big one came through for you was how important nature is i mean the other day you were feeling super tapped out you're in a day in nature and then you're like beaming i know know? and then you show up in the relationship with so much more love yeah rather than say if you're run down you know what i mean because like because then i start relying on you yeah that's it or then old patterns come up all these sort of things you know and the same goes for me so i think that's the big one of the biggest breakthroughs is like if you feel run down it's time for self-care yeah like that time is to go key. Nurture yourself. Time to go nurture yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then you'll show up in the relationship from a place of like then pouring your cup. Definitely. You know? It's like with sister, it's like my logo is a flower. And it's like for a flower to blossom and to grow, you must water it first. Yeah. But then for it to actually grow, it's, it's within yourself. So by you nurturing yourself, it will then flourish to a beautiful flower. Yeah. And then like the stem, that's then represents like staying into your power, the masculine aspects as well, because you're staying up who you are. Yeah. You're voicing what you're feeling. Yeah. Yeah, and you lead by example. 100%. Yeah. That's beautiful. And what would be like your, what say for example, people are trying to understand masculine feminine energy or like the polarity. Like what is it from your perspective or from your understanding? Well, I think... Everyone has their own aspect on it. Yeah. So my personal aspect is like, for me, it's like the female has more of the watering aspect, whereas like the masculine and the male is more of the fire. Mm. But then like having a balance of both of them being the air. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. So what does that look like then? I don't know how you would describe it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how you would describe it? 100%. Because this is like, again, like something yeah. we're really working through even yeah. at the moment. Yeah, well, I feel like it, I feel like it's always coming back to just looking in yourself and seeing yeah, the energies, definitely. and be like, as you said, like, you know, the masculine for me is drive and yeah. mission and structure, and you know, I yeah, love like, fire, fire, the go, like like the go, the go, yeah, yeah, like yeah, and the water's like the stillness, like yeah, coming back to relaxing your self care, yeah, your nourishing, self-care, nourishing, yeah. Um, holding yourself yeah feeling emotions being tender you know and allowing yourself to be both yeah and that's the air then because you have you able to have that balance between the both yeah that's it and it's a dance it doesn't mean that we're always one the other you know it's a dance and then it's the same within a relationship i feel like when you love yourself like there's a natural dance there and then it's just beautiful 
flow. And I think to like like not focusing on being one and then being the other. Like yeah. just let it happen. Let it happen. Yeah. Yeah. Just Enjoy keep loving yourself in the moment. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And like what needs to come up will come up. Like yeah. if you need to be in your five, you need to be in your water. Yeah, that's yeah. it. And just tap it in and know when it's time to use either or. Yeah. But you don't have to be one or the other at no. a certain point. And I think that's the big distinction because often we can get very much into our head with these frameworks. And I know we've talked about this before. Yeah. You can get in your head and be like, oh, fuck, am I my masculine? Do I need to yeah. go with my masculine? Or like, do I need to be my feminine? Or like, like this what now? Doing? Gonna, yeah, you know what I mean? So yeah. just coming actually from a place of fear, which is saying that the current reality isn't the way that it needs to be, yeah. which is then you trying to cr- control the world yeah. <laughs> or the universe which we don't have fucking control over. Definitely. You know, so then I feel like the only thing we have agency over is our perspective and our state, but then also, again, just trusting that where you're at is exactly where you need to be. Yeah. 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 Pretty much sums that up yeah. there. Bang, that was a bit of a <laughs> mic drop there, wasn't it? I know. <laughs> <laughs> just walks out and see you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, yeah, do you have anything else coming up for you that you feel like you'd love to speak into? Maybe more like more about like our union, what we're creating. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, beautiful. Well, I'll start off from my yeah. perspective. Yeah, well, um, I feel like union is, we're obviously still fleshing it out, but, you yeah. know, I can definitely see the beauty of, obviously I've been very focused on working with males and I will continue to be. Yeah. And and, with the sisters. Exactly with the sisters, but then also creating a space where the two can come together. Yeah. Because there obviously is a lot of deep pain um, that uh, we're all shifting around yeah. in terms of our relationship with one another. Generational frameworks. Yeah, in different frameworks and bringing in these new ways of seeing the world and, found it and foundationally love. But then, like, stepping from a powerful place in your mass and from a place of love, and also then stepping more gently. Or flowing with the universe and being that water, which Bruce Lee talks about. You know, yeah. he was an incredible fighter, right? So it's that's a beautiful balance of both. And it doesn't mean one is stronger than the other. It's finding that union within yourself. Yeah. And then reality will reflect that in another. Yeah. You know, so creating that space where females and males can come together to work in unison. Yeah. You know, to... Once they've done the work in themselves, in brother and in sister. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's loving yourself so much so that it overflows into the lives, lives of others, others, you know. So, and that's where we get it the other way around. Yeah. You know, we often think where, oh, well, maybe I'll find love in someone else. Yeah. Right. And look, you may do, but it's always arises from within you. Yeah. You know, so it's really filling yourself with that love. Yeah. 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 So really focusing on yourself and working on yourself in a space. And there's something to be said for just a female space and just a male space. Yeah. Right. Which is so important to have those spaces. But then again, when you come from more of a power place to then step into union and, and open yourself up to understanding one another better, you know, and this doesn't mean like even for, um, same sex couples, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just the, the beauty of being able to step into these spaces as well and those energies still remain because yeah. for there to be polarity in a sexual attraction it still needs to be an opposite energies yeah you know so even an open up spaces to those you yeah. know it's not saying that every relationship is just between man and woman although majority are 
but as well it's mainly as well the union of the energies within and then also in the external reality and like expressing the differences and yeah. the needs so yeah. people know like like what to give because like for example like love languages yeah so like ours are similar so ours is um what, what else again oh yeah physical, physical touch, touch words of affirmation, words of affirmation and well they're, they're the pr- yeah they're the main two. two yours um, I'm swaying towards gift giving <laughs> because not. I mean she's incredible at gifts like in terms of she's gotten me like all these little boxes and <laughs> like disposable cameras and yeah done little drawings and everything which is so beautiful yeah definitely but I think to it's like going back to that it's like let's say for example a different person has different love languages yeah it's like I can be putting out what I want to receive mm. which isn't then meeting their needs mm. just like you can't actually know what to give them unless you ask them yeah yeah and then you can look at, well, what way are they giving you love? And then yeah. you can start to see, okay. And well, by praising it too. Yeah. Yeah. And acknowledging it. Yeah. Acknowledging yeah. the things that they are doing. So they know, oh, yes, like she likes this. He likes this. I want to keep doing this because, yeah. Positive making him smile, making him laugh. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Feels appreciated. I yeah. feel appreciated. Yeah. And that's one of the things I love about you now, you know, like, um, is you always go out the way to make sure I feel appreciated when I do yeah. something or that, you know, you say you're proud of me. And like, and I know I say those things to myself, but it's beautiful to hear it from someone else as well, you yeah. know, and that makes me feel loved and makes me feel appreciated, you Definitely. know. And then I feel like for you, the biggest thing is feeling heard and feeling seen, yeah. you know. I think that's for all females too, yeah. yeah. 100%. Do you feel it's more just being appreciated for males? No, I think there's times to feel seen and heard, you know, and then I feel like for females, there's times to be appreciated, you know, for what they do. So again, it's like flowing in between, you know, but, um, but yeah, like I feel like for males, definitely appreciated and respected, definitely acknowledged for the work that they do. And yeah, but also, um, but yeah, but then there's times to be seen and heard. And then yeah. I suppose from the females as well, like what would you have to say there? Yeah, I think similar to what you've said. Yeah. Yeah, because like it is the flow. That's it. Yeah. Different times you feel like you need different things. Definitely. Yeah. And I think just by voicing what you need. Yeah. There's then what you'll receive. Well, that's it. Yeah. And then I suppose touch into our sexual well. and our sexual yeah. relationships, you know, yeah. because this is such an important. Are you open to talk yeah, about this? Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Um, you know, being able to communicate what you want. Yeah, what you desire. What you desire. Yeah. Like that has completely transformed. Like the other night, we had the best sex of our life. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we did, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> it was gorgeous. <laughs> But it was done with so much intention. Sensation and yeah, stuff, yeah. Because like we took our time to appreciate each other, to appreciate our entire bodies. Yeah. Rather just rushing to it. Yes. And just like getting over and done with. That's it, getting to yeah. an end goal. Like yeah. It just felt like it could go on forever if yeah. need be. And that was beautiful. It was like every time I found my mind going off, I just put back into the moment, just enjoying the moment. And that brought such a beautiful and sensual yeah. Like, and a deeper connection yeah too. A deeper connection it yeah. was like we appreciation were, for yeah, each other appreciation and, and the for love. the human body yeah, yeah. that's it yeah that's amazing. Fe- your female body's incredible <laughs> stop it <laughs> Make me um, yeah but it's like yeah it is that appreciation yeah you know and um yeah and i feel then being open to communicate that and ask for what you want and then i suppose exploring no one at certain times you're gonna 
you know, maybe cross a boundary or whatever. But just I think asking for permission, Definitely. I feel is huge. Like cons- consent, yeah. you know, is massive. And just, yeah, having talks about it and being open to try new things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, not being afraid to say like when you don't. Yeah, like to say something. no. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Don't just do something because you like because you want to please the other person. No, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're like, you'll get hurt yeah, by doing that. 100%. And you'll get drained. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I feel like that intention behind it, you know. Like, I know in the beginning, like, from my past patterning, it was kind of like, it was more fucking than rather, like, sex, yeah. you know, or making love, yeah. you know. And look, there's a time and place for one or the other, <laughs> exactly. you know what I mean? You know, it depends on what mood you're in. But, uh, you know, it's like, I, the other night, felt energized yeah. afterwards. And that was the first time after sex. Time, I've, yeah. First time after sex I've ever felt energized. Yeah. So that is like a huge massive shift. shift. Yeah. yeah. Like I can't even explain. <laughs> it's just incredible, you know, and I feel like that's what happens when you create a beautiful relationship and you're both there with pureness of intent. Definitely. And and love, yeah. Yeah, births this beautiful creation. Yeah. And like let's say like how the confrontation yeah. like so like you know how we did that love letter. How how do you feel when that happened? Yeah, good. A lot yeah? of clarity. Okay, like, awesome. there's also clarity around how you would wish for me to respond. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I'll explain this to the viewers. So, there's this thing that's in Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, and it's called a love letter. So, it's really good to use in relationships with your partner, relationship with yourself, or even just relationships in general. So, what you do is, like, the first part of the letter is writing about how you feel. So, there's five aspects. It's like, yeah, I'm angry, I'm sad, I love, I'm hurt. And there's one more, but I figure what it is. So then you kind of you go through, you're kind of expressing what you feel, what what's happened. And while you're writing it down, it kind of like allows you, yeah, to feel those emotions because you're taking it out of your mind from your heart to the pen. Mm. And the second part is a response letter. And that's kind of saying like how you want your partner, how you want yourself or how you want another person to respond in a loving way. Because sometimes people don't know what to say when you express your hurt or something that, yeah, that's making you a bit more sad. So what Darren and I did recently was something that, that came up between us. And I was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go write a love letter. <laughs> yeah. So I wrote a love letter. And what I did first was I wrote the love part first. So he knows that he is loved. So he doesn't think that by me expressing how I feel, I'm blaming him because I'm not. I'm just expressing, yeah. What's coming up for Yeah, you. what's coming up yeah. for me. And then I then expressed what's coming up. And you were able to sit there and hold this space. And then I read the response letter. And it was like, cool, says I read the response letter then you responded back even even in a better way. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So it was really nice. And like, as I was writing it, I was also able to see like what things weren't really affected, like, like what things were past things mm. and what was present for us. Mm. Yeah. hundred percent. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. And it's such a great tool. And like I did it at my sisterhood workshop on the weekend. Yeah. And I got like, I got them to write one to a person in their life. Some people like wrote one to their dad and they also got them to write a personal one. So it was really cool. So it was like, when things happen to us in our childhood self, we kind of cut ourselves off to that because they're hurting. So what I got them to do was they wrote a letter to their childhood self. And the yeah, response wow. letter was their little child responding. Wow. So as I was reading out the response letter, we did like initiation initiation thing where they did like a painting on their face to like represent the war, like them stepping into their true self, the wolf. Yeah. So as that was happening, I was reading out the response letter and they were crying and they're like they were feeling the connection back to their childhood self because yeah, she's always been there. He's always been there. It's just 
because they were hurting, we cut ourselves up to them. Yeah. And like now it's time that we walk together and yeah, we give a compliment to ourselves because that's where it starts. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. It is. It's so, it's such a beautiful tool. And I really, yeah, feel for anyone. Like a lot of people are going to use that. And I feel like when you touch a base on that, it's really, really foundational, really important is that relationship with the inner child. Yeah. And like connecting to it. Yeah. Like for me, as a child, I love hanging in nature. I would love reading fantasy books. Like now I make sure that I still read fantasy books where I connect in nature. Yeah. And like when I look at the self member, I'm like, oh, like, hey, you. Like, so I like, I see both of us because she's in me and she's yeah. made me who I am today. 100%. Yeah. yeah. And to be more kind to her, more gentle. Yeah. Because like she deserves that. Yeah. I deserve that. That's it. And it's yeah. like reparenting, you know, if, if there was a certain lack, lack of nurturing. It's beautiful because we have the power to be able to go back and give that little version of us that's still within us Definitely. nurturing, you know, and you can like mentally go back in time and go to certain points and give yourself the nurturing that you need, you yeah, know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, really connecting to that inner child, you know, yeah. which will then shift the present version How of you. How do you connect to your inner child, Darren? How do I connect to my yeah. inner child? Um, I go very much into my inner child a lot when I'm with my siblings. Yeah, you know? I see that. <laughs> <laughs> little voices. Yeah, that's it. You know, <laughs> when I'm with my mate. Um, it was beautiful. I've spoken about this once on a podcast. Um, I remember when I was first connecting with the inner child, I did like a meditation. Okay, cool. Uh, and in this meditation, I was it was like an active meditation, so it was visual. Um and um. I remember going back to in my family home in Ireland. Yeah. Um, the, we had a field next to our home, right? And on that field, there used to be haystacks, right? And it was like my grandparents were right next door. And then there's this big field and our house was in the middle of the field. So it was still like technically on my grandparents' yeah. land. But we were like neighbors and there was a field just in between us. And then there was a field on the other side. It kind of went all the way around the house and the house was just in the middle of the field. Um, and... Uh, so I visualized, I must've been about five, six years old version of me playing around there. I used to play there with like swords. I'd imagine I'd have like imaginary fucking orcs from Lord of the Rings that would be fighting off or whatever, you know, <laughs> like that was just me already being a little hero. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, <laughs> so there's my inner child, you yes. know, uh, and, um, yeah. And then I seen the version of me now like coming down from the sky and then uh the little version of me had a little sword and then the version of me now had a big sword yeah so i was just playing around with them you know playing around with me and then um having fun and then i would just get down on one knee as i'd imagine when i do have a son or whatever and he's little and i chat to him and I was like, hey, man, like, what do you need right now? Yeah. And sometimes it'd be a hug. Sometimes you just wanted to chat to me about something. Or, like, even seeing, like, the funny side of things because, like, we as children are always laughing. Yeah, that's it. And, like, we always get up and keep going, you know? Yeah. And that's, like, for us to keep doing that when we grow older. Yeah, that's it. Because, like, we forget about those things. Yeah. yeah. And to be silly. Yeah. You know, to put faces and stuff like that and do different accents. Yeah. Or, how you doing, you know? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Would you like a coffee? <laughs> Don't take <cool. laughs> You know, like, I... You know, I love doing all those funny yeah. little accents or pulling faces I did when I was a kid, you know, yeah. and it's like bringing that back, you know, you don't have to lose that when you're, no, you when you're an adult, you know, and it's so beautiful. And that's why I really feel the beautiful thing in our relationship is that like, we can be that, yeah. you know, like 
like we have little different voices and you know like I'd love it <laughs> you know yeah. and certain things you know that um that are so beautiful yeah, and that's that make it unique yeah and that's you being your authentic self like you want to be all of who you are you Definitely. know you don't want to have to hide anything so um in brotherhood how do you help males step into that child aspect well because i w- touch base and sisterhood so what do you yeah do? well in yeah. males what i love is uh i the, play all this epic music yeah. right so f- for the males it's like when they were a kid and they dreamed of being a hero or or of these awesome movies that they used to watch. It's like talking about, well, like by playing this music and going through these experiences, you feel like, wow, I am the hero of my own story, you know, or like talking about life as a video game and going, yeah, well, every time we work on ourselves, we gain more XP. We get a new sword, (laughs) you know, or a new shield, you know, or we finally get the beautiful queen, (laughs) you know, who, who gets to ride on the horse with us, you know. And that's a beautiful way to explain even these deeper teachings in a way that's relevant even to the inner child, you Definitely. know, which is so important. Now, I'm conscious of time. We're pretty much almost done. That's okay. We've flown. <laughs> yes, we it. have. And there will be uh, sometime in the future. Yeah. We'll do another one, of course. Um, well, first of all, I just want to thank you, Miss Recky, for jumping on. Thanks for having me. And thank you. Thank you for all of who you are. Thank you for coming into my life and being such a beautiful example. I'm going to fucking tear up now. <laughs> but I'm very grateful. And, and I love you so much. I love you. <laughs> and I'm very grateful to everyone here for watching. Uh, and, yeah, it's just been beautiful. Uh, beautiful to uh, welcome this beautiful lady into the sphere. And, yeah, and we hope that anything that you've received out of this will help you on the journey forward and keep your eye out for union and And for sisterhood and for sisterhood i've got my next circle on the 2nd of october yes so yeah find my socials and if you're interested apply and i'll let you of course jump on in if you're a lady who is a hundred out of ten committed to doing the work because we don't work with anyone who's less than a hundred out of ten committed to doing the work you know jump on in uh if you're going to give it your all and really participate in the community and, and everyone's welcome and yeah and yeah. go in and make sure you're going in with what you're going to give yeah. you know and then every community will will give back tenfold so yeah. and this one's going to be epic yeah it's going to be amazing <laughs> yeah. oh man it's just incredible what she's doing and all the females who are part of it are just absolutely loving it so make you jump on in and lads if you feel called to reach out and you're also 100 out of 10 committed to doing the work uh, feel free to apply or connect with me and we can have a chat and, and um, see if the brotherhood is the right fit for you. But I can assure you, if you are on the journey of self-discovery and fully committed to it, it most certainly is. Do you have anything else you'd, you'd like to say? No, not really. Yeah. How about yourself? No, beautiful. How did you feel with this podcast? Good? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. You enjoyed it? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. I loved it. <laughs> you loved it. Yes, I, I loved having you on. Thank you. All right, beautiful. Well, guys, we shall see you on the next one. Again, I'll link all contacts yeah. below. A reminder, go nurture yourself. Yes. <laughs> after Look this. after you, right? Look Hell after yeah. you. Because the number one priority in your life is you. Yep. And then your cup will overflow. Yep. All righty, guys. Peace out. See ya. <laughs> see ya.